So here's the thing. We can fully feel our feelings without over-identifying with them because you are not your feelings. You are not your emotions. You are the stuff of love itself. And that awareness is going to change how you do life, only for the better for you and all of us. I'm Danielle Laporte, and this is With Love, Danielle. Hello, friends. This is essentially part two in an infinite parts of podcasts on thoughts about feelings and feelings about thoughts, which is core to my How to Be Loving book. And in this episode, I really prefer the word session. You know, episode as a word feels so like... I lashed out. But anyway, uh, in this session today, I'm going to talk about choosing the quality of thoughts and chocolate. Okay. Chocolate. Think about chocolate. What's your favorite kind of chocolate? Are you a dark chocolate person? Are you a milk chocolate person? You know, I am from Windsor, Ontario. I'm just this side of white trash, so I'm all about the milk chocolate. Melt-in-your-mouth chocolate. Okay, now, try to not think about chocolate. Stop thinking about chocolate. Whatever you do, don't think about dark chocolate or milk chocolate or melting or sweet or bitter. Stop thinking about chocolate. Just stop. Stop seeing chocolate in your mind right now. You could even say to yourself, right now I will stop thinking about chocolate. Doesn't work, does it? Because you're still thinking about chocolate. You're thinking about not thinking about the thing that you don't want to think about anymore. You could actually insert all kinds of other topics and issues into this. I will stop thinking about my ex. Got to move on. I will stop thinking about my skin. I'll stop picking at it all. I'll stop thinking my job. It, it's all futile. Putting energy towards stopping what you don't want to be doing is just giving what you don't want more attention. But here's the big obvious thing, is that the mind is designed to think. We are going to be thinking. The mind's job is to create thoughts. And those thoughts will likely create some feelings. I don't think it matters what comes first, the thought or the feeling. They're intertwined. Because you're going to have a thought, have some feelings about the thoughts. And then you're going to have some feelings about your feelings. It's all good. All we need to keep in mind is that we can choose what we think. We can choose what to think. This is really what I consider to be the spiritual training, right? One of my definitions of spirituality is just choosing loving thoughts, using the mind on behalf of love. Take some practice, some spiritual practice. Yes, we're going to have all sorts of reactions. We're going to have feelings and emotions that flare up, that rise up, that waft up from our unconsciousness. Some of them will be pleasurable. Some of them are going to be really torturous, agonizing. But ultimately, we can choose the thoughts that we are going to focus on. 
You can have 900 thoughts a day that you actually haven't chosen. Choose one of them that vibrates at a higher level, the vibration of love and ease and beauty and valor and connection and peacefulness. You choose those and you keep up the practice of bringing your mind back to those life-affirming thoughts. You choose over and over again. That's what it means to be awake. Let me give you a little nugget from A Course in Miracles. It teaches. The truth is that you are responsible for what you think because it is only at this level that you can exercise choice. What you do comes from what you think. It's a big statement. Our thoughts create our reality. Our perception creates our experience. Energy follows thought. If you've been on this ride with me for even just a few months, you know over and over again, I will say, it will be on my epitaph if I have one. Here lies Danielle. She figured out that energy follows thought. Hopefully by the time I die, I've gotten closer to perfecting that. (laughs) Choosing the right thoughts. Choosing quality thoughts. Thoughts rooted in love. How do we do that? Well, we can go to quality resources to inspire quality thinking. That means teachers that are aligned with love, positive media, consuming heart-intelligent messages from all sources, and denying anything that is not aligned with wakefulness, inclusiveness. So it's just like fueling your body with nutritious food. We can fuel our mind with nutritious content ideas, paradigms, nutritious, beautiful images, life-affirming, uplifting stories, sounds, music, imagery, textures of truth, the colors of loving. We get to choose those and ingest them for our wellness. All right, so if energy follows thought, we can put a really fine point on this, which is potentially life-changing to be aware of. Manifestation happens in the mind. It actually doesn't happen in the heart. Beautiful, life-enhancing, inclusive, goodwill-making manifestation comes from the heart because it's the heart that's informing the thoughts. And then you can have lots of like wicked, no good, divisive, implosive manifesting, and that is coming from the subconscious, from the dark recesses of the mind, from the shadow self. We're here for the good stuff. (laughs) We're here for the manifestation of love. So that means that intentionally choosing our thoughts, and I'll just keep saying it can be done, is our top priority. I'm going to take it one step further. Choosing loving thoughts is our numero uno priority for being on the planet. That's how we have a purposeful life. That's how we give and receive joy. The future of humanity and all sentiency on this planet relies on us choosing loving thoughts. I think it's really useful to break this down into, um, say, the upper floor thinking and the lower floor thinking. Imagine your consciousness as a house, all right? So, Let me just back up and give the mind all of its props. So yes, the mind is the great 
instrument of the ego. The ego is actually a creation of the mind. Yes, the mind gets us into all sorts of trouble. And I think ultimately what we're aspiring to be is beingness. I, for one, want to get to a place where thoughts aren't as necessary. I'm just really resting in the pulse of life itself, experiencing things. I don't think probably, maybe, won't, could, maybe, possibly get there this lifetime. But right now, I'm quite attached to my mind. And since I'm attached to my mind and it's not going anywhere, I'm going to use it on behalf of good stuff, right? So back to celebrating the mind. The mind is the most numinous, potentially glorious, powerful instrument for creation that we have. We're going to use it, use it, use it. So we feed thoughts and ideas to our mind, and then the mind materializes reflections of those thoughts and ideas. So what are the thoughts and ideas? What are the vibes that you are feeding to your mind, right? Higher vibe thoughts equals higher vibration materialization. Better thoughts, better life. But this is where it gets really tricky because... We have to consider that we have a conscious mind and an unconscious mind. We're only partially conscious of all the stuff that's in the mind. (laughs) And it gets more complex because we are multidimensional energy beings with infinite amounts of experience this lifetime and possibly other lifetimes. But we're living in this four-dimensional reality. So in this dimension, we just think that we're the tip of the iceberg. But in the true reality, capital true, capital reality, we're the iceberg and the ocean and the sky. We just don't see it all yet. So there's the thinking that happens on the upper floor of our house. That's our conscious awareness. We're aware of what we're thinking. We're aware of the effect that our thinking has on us. We are wrapping our minds around the concept that we're creating our reality. And we're going to do whatever we can do to think higher vibration thoughts. Okay, so that's the upper floor. On the upper floor of your house, you can see your thoughts, just like you can see the furniture in your house. When we're conscious, we can intentionally move that furniture, move those thoughts around the house, right? Thoughts are the furniture. So we're consciously using our consciousness to create more consciously. It's pretty awesome. But then we have all kinds of thinking that's going on beneath the house. It's the basement of our psyche. It's all the thoughts in our subconscious, the thoughts we are not aware of. And without further inspection, without really looking into ourselves, we have no idea what's going on in the basement. And whatever goes on in the basement of our psyche, in the basement of any house, is affecting the whole house, the whole body, the whole energy system. Really, this is the work of shadow work. To examine your thoughts and to make connections to the life that you've created and that you're creating. And the vision you have of a more fulfilling, purposeful, joyful, abundant life. 
The formula is really pretty simple. We increase our chances of a fulfilling existence, and you get to define what fulfilling is for you. When we get more intentional about what thoughts and images and sounds that we are giving to our mind. So then the question we should ask at this point is, what about the stuff in the basement? What about all the old messages and the memories? Whether the memories are positive or negative. So what about the thoughts that cross our mind without our conscious invitation? The stuff that just like, oop, here it is, crossed my mind. Well, you have free will, my love. You get to choose which thoughts you're going to focus on. You get to choose which thoughts you will refuse. The thoughts that you will deny. The thoughts that you will give no power or further attention to. That's one of the highest uses of your free will. You do not have to believe the thoughts that cross your mind. You do not have to believe any messaging from anywhere. You are your own message creator, and we are each swimming in an ocean of other message creators. Fulfillment is predicated not on how we want to feel, but on the messages that we select. You don't have to believe anything, ever. You don't have to accept any life-dampening, energy-restricting, crappy paradigm dogma, ever, at all. No matter how long that thought form or that dictum or that seven habits of whatever or that scripture has been circulating, no matter what the source is, you are under no obligation to believe in any messaging let alone integrate it and practice it in your life. You're actually under no obligations here in this lifetime. If you are committed to self-actualization, to knowing your true essence, to leaving the world, your life, your psyche, your family, your community better than you found it, then you are only committed to what you're dedicated to, that dedication to replace all unloving thoughts with more loving thoughts. So (laughs) since that path, the path to what we could call our Buddha nature, involves a whole lot of perpetual incessant thinking, and since it's a universal law that energy follows thoughts, then we best use our thoughts to create ease and beauty and harmony. So we think thoughts that are easeful and beautiful and harmonious. So let's do an experiment. This is actually a reflection. It's from How to Be Loving. It's really simple. We're just going to take 10 seconds here. Okay. Take a few seconds to create a thought about your health. Any thought. Could be positive, negative, about any element of your health. So it could be about your immune system could be about your body mass. You could create a thought around youthfulness or strength. One thought about your health. What's the thought? Okay, so you've got that thought about your health, okay? Now, would you call that particular thought a positive thought or a negative thought? Had a thought about your health. Is it up or is it down? All right, more specifically, this is what I want to ask you. You came up with a thought about your health. What's the energy of that thought? 
positive energy or negative energy. So would you describe the energy of that thought as trusting? Is it beautiful energy about your health? Or is the energy of that thought about your health, is it fearful? Is it more demeaning? Here's another way to ask that. Is the thought you created about your health a supportive thought or a destructive thought? Or maybe it's more neutral. What's the energy, the descriptive energy of the thought you had about your health? Thoughts are magnetic in nature. So if your thoughts are demeaning and fearful, what are we going to magnetize? More things to be afraid of. Fear on top of fear. If our thoughts are more uplifting and faithful and trusting, then we're going to have higher energy experiences. We're going to attract more beautiful experiences into our life. Experiences of balance, wellness, vitality, loving kindness, emotional intimacy, fulfillment. Thoughts are magnetic in nature. Thoughts are magnetic in nature. Whatever the energy of the thought, that's what we're going to attract. You put a loving thought in your mind and loving energy will flow in to match that thought, to meet that thought. It's like when you say something encouraging in a conversation, what happens? The energy shifts to being hopeful and optimistic, right? We place high vibration, loving thoughts in our mind, and we uplift our whole lives. Okay, let's try this in reverse. So we just created a thought. We looked at the vibe of that thought, and then I'm sure some of us were like, ooh, that was a scary thought. Going to shift that to a more hopeful thought, a more encouraging thought. Okay, so in reverse, we're going to start with the energy, and then we're going to create a specific thought. So it goes like this. Let's choose the energy that we want to radiate, that we want to embody. So I'll give you some suggestions, all right? These are all virtues. These are states of being, high vibe stuff. So... Let's say you want to radiate loving kindness. You want to be happiness. You want to embody generosity or radiance or faith or the list goes on. Surrender, openness, gentleness, right? All those beautiful vibrations. All right, so choose one. Let's take a couple seconds now. What's this beautiful energy, this virtue, you could call it, or this soul quality? that you want to be running through your being, through your whole life. Got it? All right. And breathe that energy into your heart. You become aware that that energy is already present within you. All rays of love are shining forth from within you. You just chose one ray. Okay. So you got that energy. So what's a thought that speaks to, that encapsulates that energy? So let's use loving kindness as an example. So I want to embody loving kindness. So a thought that's aligned with that energy is 
I experience loving kindness wherever I go. Loving kindness is part of my DNA. There's been so much loving kindness that has been modeled for me in my life. Every morning, spirit speaks to me in the tone of loving kindness. I will go out of my way today to notice loving kindness. I know that even on my worst day, I am capable of loving kindness toward others. And the list can go on and on. So you choose the energy, and then you back that energy up with some descriptive thoughts. Those are loving thoughts. You can get even more refined with this practice. You choose the energy that you want to radiate, and then you choose a loving thought in a different area of your life. So again, loving kindness. I want to look at the area of my body, and I come up with a loving thought for my body. I'm so grateful that my body is a conduit of love. My body has carried me this whole lifetime and allowed me to be here on earth having this amazing experience of this love in my life. I mean, you can get refined. You can say, I'm so grateful that because of my body, I'm able to have such amazing relationships. That because of my body, I get to know the power of Mother Earth. Get clear on what you want to radiate, those soul qualities, that higher energy. Look at every area of your life, from your relationships to the whole wide world, and use love to think with. If you think it, you will begin to feel it. You will feel the energy of that thought. You will feel it. And you will begin to believe it. And when you believe it, you begin to see it. Choose your thoughts wisely. Think with love. Thank you so much for listening, for feeling, for spreading the word with love.